Coachme members, and welcome to this month's expert interview. I'm Dori Sukab, founder of Inspiration Management, and with me today is Dr. Christopher Brollo, founder of the Medical Wellness Association. I am super, super excited about today because we are going to be discussing how to tap into new medical wellness revenue streams so everyone with us today can find out ways so you can help your communities, what program you can offer them, and that you can also grow your business. So we actually have hundreds of professionals with us today, and frankly, nothing makes me happier than to see so many of you wanting to learn more about wellness and medical wellness. So I'm, needless to say, I'm very, very happy. And also, I want to encourage you all to keep educating yourself with events like this so you can discover the latest trends and innovation and keep growing. I also want to mention one more thing. As you know, this Coach Me Expert interview membership is a complimentary membership, and you can join me monthly to listen to different experts to help you gain more insight and help you grow your business. As a matter of fact, if you want to tap into some previous interviews that I've done, you can either find them on iTunes or you can also go to inspirationmanagement.com and there you'll find all sorts of experts that you can listen to. So first I'd like to introduce Dr. Brillo and then we'll go ahead and get started. So my guest today is Christopher Dr. Brillo and he is an international consultant a leader, an innovator for corporate health, wellness, and health promotion. His clients include hospitals, physicians, health providers, universities, clubs, and wellness centers. Dr. Brillo is also a key advisory board member for the American College of Wellness, the Medical Fitness Network, and the Medical Wellness and Mithra Health. He has successfully planned and developed many, many award-winning national wellness and international company employee health fitness programs. He was recently honored with the Distinguished Medical Wellness Professional Service Award, and he received the prestigious Research Merit Award from the National Wellness Institute. Dr. Brillo is a licensed MTI therapy instructor and master trainer for consumer wellness advocate certification. He's a highly sought-after corporate and employee trainer with over 1,000 professional presentations and company training engagements. So I am so excited to have him here with us today. He's going to share with you all sorts of great content. And I want to welcome you, Dr. Brillo. Thank you so much for taking some time from your busy schedule to be with uh, members of our community today. Great to have you. Yes, and thank you for the invitation, Dory. And it's my pleasure. It uh, feels like a great group with us today. Yes, for sure. So let me go ahead and start a little bit with the content of what we're going to cover, and then we'll go ahead and get started. So the first thing we're going to talk about is uh, Dr. Brillo is going to define for us more in depth the term wellness. We'll discuss the latest in medical wellness movements, some key preventative care ideas to really tell you about the hottest trends and innovation within the medical wellness industry. We're going to discuss a little bit about the most popular wellness programs, what training and certifications are available to get you ready to offer those kind of programs, income potential, and also the best way to get started. And if you guys want to send in some questions, we're going to try to leave some time at the end. You can email them to Dory, D-O-R-I, at inspirationmanagement.com. But you know what, Dr. Berlow, before we even dive into all this great content, can you tell everybody what motivated you to start such a great organization like yours, like the Medical Wellness Association? Yes, very much. I'd love to begin with, I think like many, um, I've had some you know, chronic uh, conditions, uh, symptoms, and, you know, based upon uh, pain and actually as a child uh, missing a, a full year of school, 
I definitely developed a passion for improving my health and, and reaching a higher level of wellness. So I clearly became committed, and, and I think it's it's my personal uh, mission to to help others. Uh, that gives me satisfaction. So both from an individual to working with people to improve their level of wellness, as well as working with. Uh, corporations, organizations from Fortune 50 companies down to small uh, service companies to universities and institutes. So I uh, I definitely uh, receive a lot of satisfaction and pleasure, and I think it also uh, allows me to uh, to feel from the persons because we we really have some both global but but national health conditions. Obesity, uh, diabetes, clearly epidemic levels, and uh, a lot of the world is is catching up with us. So we want to provide the guidelines and standards to help both uh, professionals and individuals, I'm sure is everyone uh, participating with us today, as well as uh, organizations uh, all over the world. And, and with that, it's, uh, I think, important that we, we look at uh, wellness and, and what is wellness. And that really began the, the birth and, and how we uh, work together to create the Medical Wellness Association. Mm-hmm. But we do believe that uh, it's clearly important to have a definition of terms and to have uh, research and review of the literature. Mm-hmm. But wellness goes back many years, but the challenge is, uh, wellness almost means something to everyone. I'm sure if if I asked each of you, you know, what does wellness mean to you, we'll have uh, many many different uh, responses, and and most of them will be uh, obviously the right one for you. But it almost wellness means something to everyone. So you know, we've gone through years where sometimes just burning incense or candles was uh, looked at as a wellness program, or maybe having a a colonic, or as some people even has moved today, that uh, right. that even uh, hemp and, and uh, marijuana can be wellness programs. Mm-hmm. And with that, we've always wanted to make sure that wellness is uh, personal and unique to everyone, and that wellness should all be reaching uh, a more optimal state of wellness. And with that, I think uh, we clearly support the World Health Organization definition where health is defined as a state of optimal well-being. And then our more specific to help really define and help set the terms and standards, we've come up with uh, a full review and have all the programs that we feel uh, can be utilized and help people, but also would be a certified medical wellness program, service, or treatment. And the simple definition for medical wellness is the practice of health and medical care relating to proven wellness outcomes. So there clearly has to be evidence-based and outcomes that shows that these programs and services do improve, and and there is uh, data and research, Mm -hmm. the health and well-being of the individuals. The last research, you know, I looked into, and I know you have some of these statistics online as well, the overall global wellness movement right now actually is a $1.9 trillion global market. So the opportunities obviously are endless. Actually, my next question to you was going to be how do you really define the term wellness? Now, in my spa world and medi-spa world, I was just speaking, as a matter of fact, at the AM Spa Medical Association, and one person in the audience raised her hand because we were all talking about wellness. She's like, well, what does that really mean? (laughs) So I'm glad that you're expanding on that. Can you tell us the difference between medical wellness and maybe holistic wellness, and maybe we can at least have that differentiation between those two terms for the audience? Uh, Yes, yes, indeed. Uh, Holism or holistic health goes back almost to the beginning of the century, but there is a relationship, but not all holistic health, um, even though it could be viewed as integrative and and uses some alternative uh, health uh, care and treatments, 
But with medical wellness, uh, we clearly, in order for it to be termed, we, we have to uh, make sure that there is evidence and it's not it's not just subjective. So uh, with that, I guess we would have the validation and, and make sure all the the programs and services uh, would be credible. And, and then our approach may be different is that uh, medical wellness is an approach to delivering care that considers the multiple influences and modalities for health in treating and preventing disease as well as promoting optimal well-being. So we we definitely, I think in this case, would say that we fit well with the integrative uh, health and medical movement as well as the functional medicine in that we would like to do whatever we can to help people, but clearly some of the medical wellness options tend not to be evasive. They tend to be uh, more non-evasive, but also provide options for people to find the right uh, solution or right programs for them to, to practice. So, And it's, it is an ongoing, I guess, uh, Dory, I, I know you're familiar with the, the wellness uh, cluster, and there it is. It's a multi- a billion dollar business it grows uh, all over the world there are many new trends going on clearly wellness and medical wellness tourism is part of that and has really mm-hmm. just directly followed the the whole medical tourism mm-hmm. uh in addition uh almost all programs where people are involved or or at a work site there is some type of wellness or health promotion program that the usually the company, the school, or the uh, institute feels would be be helpful for for the full uh, organization and company. And uh, with, one, with with one thing with, that I one thing that I really would like us to focus on a little bit is corporate wellness because I think that's one of the biggest trendiest things that I notice. Anyway, as a matter of fact, I was just in New York City speaking at a show and. In the newspaper, in the USA Today, they had this huge insert, and it was all focused on wellness. So I was thinking about you as I was reading it, knowing that this call was coming up with you. And they were talking about how corporate wellness helps employees become more engaged and how it helps reduce their costs. And it went on to say that an average corporation, it costs the corporation $7,500 an employee for just dealing with stress and disengagement and missing work and, you know, being late, tardiness, and all those things. So I think as a spa or a medispa, I think we have such a great responsibility to jump into that corporate wellness program and be able to offer something like this to help corporations reduce their costs and be able to increase their revenue. So what, I know that you also offer something like this. So what would be a good corporate wellness program that maybe our listeners can start creating, developing, or maybe offering for corporations near them? There are many opportunities. And as, as you kind of mentioned, uh, in addition to medical and health care, I got to spend many years uh, working with companies like GE, Procter & Gamble, uh, Ford, all over the world. And even though it's changed, uh, there's a lot to learn from uh, the employee or worksite uh, wellness uh, industry. And it, it did start with uh, many companies uh, in, in the United States, some going back to the 1800s. But the clearly the financial benefits are what drove, and I think really the employee and, and corporate uh, wellness um, programs were probably more sophisticated than even some of the hospital or health care, you know, in the uh, 70s and 80s. And uh, and then it also, there are many opportunities for all uh, wellness, uh, health fitness, and, and spa professionals to get involved uh, with wellness. Clearly, some of the, the treatments utilized in uh, wellness centers and, and medical spas like the the body therapies or, or massage and and yeah thanks for introducing you know with uh, with all my years uh, you know being a licensed uh, massage therapist as well as uh, you know state uh, licensed and certified to teach 
I've been able to develop some uh, massage therapy schools and, and even got to develop the first one related with the university as well as with uh, hospital systems. But in, in doing that, clearly uh, massage therapy, relaxation, uh, yoga, um, you know, Pilates, uh, there are many programs that could be utilized in the area, as you mentioned, of, of stress. Uh, stress is a big cost and factor, and, and most companies want that to help not only with the health and maybe to reduce the incidence, but also the cost of health care, but to retain to retain their employees. And, and essentially, we've learned that you know sometimes working hard or, or trying hard is not the most uh, efficient, effective, and that people do need to do, and oftentimes they're more productive or creative when uh, they are in a workplace that promotes uh, health and, and wellness and well-being. So that can be as simple as providing, you know, most businesses now uh, offering massage therapy on site. Uh, it, it could also obviously always go out to to your facility or, or to your center uh, and even at uh, places like convention centers or Places where there might be meetings um, mm-hmm. within um, conferences. To do, chair, to do chair massages more than like. Full it can massages. be a chair, but yeah, there are obviously we've seen a big surge where companies actually uh, put in. I've got to work and design some companies that that actually put in several massage private massage therapy rooms where employees are allowed to go nice. a day, and as well as actually. In, in meeting areas, all the rooms would have like a, a health wellness, like a, a nutrition or a, uh, a wellness room, and it would be decorated to that. And then where clients would come in or there'd be a meeting, that some companies even have put down where they have, uh, where the people meeting together, instead of in a boardroom, can sit and, and get a manicure or pedicure and, and conduct their, their business or well, I don't. I don't know about a manicure and pedicure, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. something a little more unknown. Actually, I have to tell you, I'm so excited to tell you this because I was just on on site with one of my clients, Lacey. She owns Sunflower Spa in Appleton, Wisconsin, and she has her downstairs. She owns her own building, and downstairs is all her treatment rooms and places to do facials and massages. And then upstairs, she just completed this beautiful remodeling where she put it in a kitchen, a beautiful meeting space area, lounging around, and also treatment rooms. And what I'm doing right now is helping her create an entire wellness program for whether you can have executive meetings, you can have corporations come, you can have parties of wellness, you can teach people how to cook, how to eat healthy. I think education, to me, plays a big role when you're talking about corporate wellness or any kind of wellness program because the consumers, I don't feel, have the right recipes, if you will, to have a great life balance between everything that they do <laughs> within their life. So I'm so excited for her because this is going to be such a great thing. And I think for our listeners, whether they bring these uh, corporations and host these meetings at their facilities or go out to the corporations, if we focus on also education, teaching them how to breathe, teaching them how to eat, uh, nutritional facts, weight management, there are so many different things to really include beyond just massage and that would definitely turn your business almost into, well, you will experience exponential growth, if, I think, if you do something like that. So are you seeing more of a trend that has those components in it as well? Oh, most definitely. You know, wellness really embodies all the dimensions, and we could go into different models where there's six, eight, or ten, mm-hmm. but... Clearly, one of the biggest trends is is in the area for medical wellness would be uh, medical nutrition. Mm-hmm. And there's so much emphasis, as you said, when, whenever indifferent in, in my opportunities as a professional in designing and developing uh, medical wellness centers and spas, we've always looked at, yeah, education is critical. Education is a major objective and um 
it's the vision of our association to to constantly help provide education, training, and learning opportunities, and that's why we we have it for professionals, but but for the individuals it works as well. And and we'll have later on our discussion today. We'll have an exciting opportunity for all of our listeners to to be involved both personally in in the training and certification, but to also it could become a good business opportunity for there and a new revenue stream for, for everyone. What would you say is like the biggest movement now in, because everybody talks about preventative care, right? There are so many doctors now and wellness centers. They're all focused on what can we do to avoid feeling sick. What are some of the things that you're seeing that are happening? Uh, well, that. Uh, that is clearly what's happened is, as you're saying, just where wellness and, and particularly medical wellness programs and services have have really been embraced and have become part of the whole health, the healthcare and medical community. We, we clearly have, and at least should mention the whole the area of a concierge uh, health and wellness or concierge medicine, but with medical wellness. We have, as you say, many, many medical, and, and this also includes, it's popular with MDs, but all types of doctors, naturopaths, DOs, chiropractors, but uh, it definitely uh, is what the consumers, medical wellness is a consumer-driven. You know, the, the people and individuals demand it and seek it out, so that's really the driver. And obviously, wellness consumers want that. They often, instead of traditional uh, health care or going to their doctor, uh, getting a physical, and then maybe a week later getting results mailed or emailed to them and saying it's high or low, is they want a, to work with a medical uh, provider or a medical wellness uh, physician that communicates well with them and lets them know, as you're saying, prevention, you know, there's no way we can help uh, and, and really have successful health care in any country or for any group of people unless uh, there is wellness and prevention and health promotion to prevent. So, you know, that's obviously part uh, both from the financial side, but in people all working together and realizing everyone has to kind of take some individual and self-responsibility for their own health and wellness. Mm-hmm. So sure. that is very pivotal. And, and some of these new ones that we're talking about that are growing trends would be within the medical nutrition would be, you know, people wanting more natural foods, obviously the whole area of organic, but but also foods and diets that help strengthen the immune system for people that might have some health uh, conditions or symptoms. Also, you know, there's obviously aging well. I mean, I I know we we both, and I guess last time we got to meet Dory was at the American Academy of Anti-Aging Medicine in Las Vegas there at the Venetian, but, you know, I think sometimes even though they have uh, done well with their anti-aging, I think we'd like it to be a little more softer and humane as far as aging well. We're all going to age. Clearly, people, I think, particularly uh, boomers, want to age uh, well. Mm -hmm. And then because we're open to all, we have not just physicians and MDs, but all types of allied health practitioners, which I'm sure most all of our audience today uh, would feel they are part of and involved in and and just kind of since we're we're on uh the nutrition I think a, a great opportunity and trend in this area and it's very important for health because obesity uh clearly is a high risk factor uh poor nutrition and and then also lack of activity people being sedentary those are almost as high in in even the CDC the Center for Disease Control has recently come out where some of those things are almost just as uh, critical as uh, people that uh, do not smoke and, and, and what the high risk of, of, of smoking uh, for many years or for the life. Also, uh, a good, uh, I think, data that is probably shared both with the global wellness as well as the CDC here in the United States is that over 40% of, of ev- almost everyone, but let's say adults uh, 18 and above, 
uh, definitely take the time and spend their own money and dollars on vitamins and, and supplements. So the whole the whole area of dietary supplementation and supplements that includes vitamins, also nutraceuticals, and even formulas and solutions that help people is very popular. And what's most interesting is if you go particularly and look at the demographics and, and look maybe at the the early baby boomers and, and late almost to some of the millennials is that when you look at them or people over the 55 to 60, that nearly 60%, but actually 58%, are all taking vitamins, supplements, or nutraceuticals. So it go in, in all these data, in all the age categories, go up every year. So clearly that's an opportunity where just a few years ago, not all doctors or medical providers were providing supplements, and not all wellness centers or spas or health clubs. I think now we clearly see why, and, and most all of them should be doing that, and, and that is where clearly the, this, this area of, of natural uh, food and, and eating well and aging well and dietary supplements clearly is an area of medical wellness and is one of the most popular. Uh, and and that, that also couples well with the whole... Exercises Medicine is is a big successful program that that we support and also partner with the American College of Sports Medicine, but we also take it a little bit further because clearly exercise, if done properly, and and people are coached and trained well in their technique, can definitely help and can be more effective in, in treating a condition or in helping someone rehab and improve their health. We would say that that in looking at that, that that wellness can actually be more than medicine because wellness in itself embraces kind of the balance and integration of all the important dimensions and components for for people. And and I think that is something that, that we feel, that there's always everyone, whether you're young or old, whether what's your current health status, everyone can improve their level of, of wellness and well-being. Right. So what would you say are some of the most popular wellness programs? So if I had a day spa or a medispa or I'm thinking about opening up a wellness center, which would be the most popular treatments that maybe will help me not only have a great program but also give me great revenue streams? Well, it, with, the, with the revenue streams, uh, you know, clearly um, the dietary supplements – I think a lot, uh, there have been a lot of, of increase in uh, the preferences that, that people maybe now are looking for um, health coaching, health and wellness coaching. And instead of just, let's say, as kind of people think, if we're just talking exercise and, and, and fitness and hard workout, you know, I think people are moving to that to more of a balanced approach where they're looking at the whole person, looking at their flexibility, dealing with stress, the importance of relaxation, clearly just the whole area of, of sleep. I, I think that is an area that we've done some good education and training is, you know, in addition to exercise and food, the, the sleep and people getting uh, appropriate uh, a number of hours of sleep, but also the quality, how, how deep level do people sleep is critical for people's uh, wellness level. And so every there are, there are a lot of obviously nutritional products which are high revenue and then products in the area that help people relax and release and and it could come down to there are special kind of we have medical wellness pillows that that help prevent neck and back pain but also are are healthy and help people relax and then there clearly can be programs and and from the coaching you know, kind of coaching is in. You know, it used to people would just think uh, sport and athletic teams, uh, which I've done over the years with coaches. But, you know, most successful people do rely and recruit coaches in all aspects of their life. And, well, I know and, that for a fact because that's how we make our money. <laughs> Actually, uh, you know, there's nothing more I would like than for everybody joining us today 
to actually create a wellness coaching program because they could almost follow my coaching model where I get on the phone doing these podcasts like this. You pick one topic once a month, talk about that topic and educate your community. And then you can charge them some kind of a membership to be able to access the content, to live a stress-free life, to be well, to have life balance, to stay thin and not be overweight. I mean, there are so many opportunities through coaching, like you're saying, that you could generate a lot of money and be able to maximize your time. So you're only on the podcast for an hour, but you can literally reach hundreds of community members that could pay you that small fee per month to gain access. Now, like you're saying, that could be part of it. And then you can have the treatment component of it. So they come into your facility, whether it's for weight loss, acupuncture, nutritional coaching, corporate wellness program, whatever. And then if you have some of the retail components like you're talking about, whether it's a pillow, whether it's massage tools to help me de-stress, whether it's essential oils to teach me how to breathe and take a little mini vacation, now you just put together a beautiful program that will allow you to definitely market it to your community and you'll be able to make a lot of money without really a lot of effort, especially with the coaching component like I just mentioned. Oh, oh, de- definitely, uh, Dory. I mean, just a, a good example on what we've talked about in, in spa settings and, and wellness centers is uh, within the uh, body treatments, uh, whether it be with estheticians or therapists, is, again, getting back to people want it personalized. People want things customized to them. You know, one model, one map doesn't work for everyone. And so even right there, essential oils is, is booming in medical wellness, and, and both with the, the evidence of, of how they can be helpful. And, and I know through hospitals here in Houston with the world's largest medical center uh, that many hospitals and uh, physicians are also treating and prescribing uh, essential oils and other natural uh, herbs and uh, therapies. So, you know, along along with that, the, the, the therapist in the wellness center and spa can customize for you or for any of their clients their own special oil that they have either uh, tested or uh, done a survey with the with the client and and developed that, and then they're able. The person likes that; they're willing to pay extra for that. And, and we've also seen where it helps them want to come back and participate more and, and mm-hmm. sign up for more treatment. So that's a one small example at how it goes, and then it it does go because of our commitment to education and training, in addition to having online programs, we, we have for over 15 years put on an international medical wellness conference. We call it the Medical Wellness Forum. We've done it all over the country, and, and we've had uh, press conferences at many major cities around the world. But those, in addition, that people can be thinking about today, there's a whole new area in addition to coaching that involves looking at at the uh, the labs, looking at at blood labs, and and there are conditions and opportunities now where places can share you know this health data or lab tests, and that can be used in kind of designing and customizing what type of a of a dietary program or nutrition program or performance. Uh, we also are in the area of genomics, so. There's also genetics, things that, that should impact uh, based on what someone's uh, f- family uh, gene history as well as their mutations as to what they should do based on diet, either based upon their, their liver or, or their own uh, genomic analysis. So these can be involved. And we've actually had some of our uh, health, uh, health and, and wellness centers uh, and even fitness centers be able to participate in some of these programs and and we do have you know for the audience today that they can go to our website medicalwellnessassociation.com or or just search or google medical wellness and they'll uh, get us right at the top and we'd have many of these programs and opportunities uh, for them so i think there there are many exciting wellness 
is hot, and I think medical wellness has really gained a brand and there's credibility. We're finding where people are seeking out medical wellness, and, and it's actually involved even in the, the tourism, in, in what type of restaurants and hotels people that there's actually now, we've, I think, created a medical wellness brand for, for all these health and wellness uh, programs and modalities. What do you think of the communities that are popping up now that are totally wellness-driven? Like, uh, I know I'm familiar with one in Georgia called Serenby, and it's an entire wellness community from the way they construct the homes, it's green building, organic farming, farm-to-table. I would like to give, actually, this address, web address, so people can go and check it out. It's serenby.com, S-E-R-E-N-B-E.com. And that's, I think, becoming more and more popular where people want to live the entire well life. What do you think of those communities? I'm excited for them, and I am uh, I definitely support them. I've got to be involved in some development projects that were uh, internationally based that are have developed or are working to develop and, and finalize their design and plans. But, yeah, it's, it's interesting. It makes a lot of sense that uh, a wellness community clearly – the the natural nature uh, the environment would need to be part of it but just maybe how vehicles and traffic are rerouted where it's more people walking and and uh, noise is not a factor and the pollution not does not become quite the factor and that people are on their bicycles or or walking and it also there's a lot of green space and we've also recommended and, and have kind of consulted that really in these type of communities, the, the wellness center or facilities essentially should be in, in the center. And, and that's kind of, from a philosophical area, that's kind of how we feel and how we, we created and developed the medical wellness center is every person, every there's so many doctors that are specialists. We We have board certified cardiologists that are medical wellness advisors and faculties. We also have endocrinologists, internists. We have the, as we mentioned, genetic experts, uh, scientists, and doctors. They're usually very specialized. But at the center, really, that's the the spoke, the the core of the wheel. Wellness is should be in the center. And and when we work with large projects where they are going to be new wellness communities. There clearly will be have some tertiary care or something if someone is injured or is in an accident, but we definitely promote that the the wellness, the lifestyle, the wellness, the prevention and health promotion should kind of be in the center and at the very core. Mm-hmm. For sure. What about destination wellness centers like the Deepak, the Chopra, at, mm-hmm. at the La Costa and the Calavi and the Canyon Ranch, more places like that open uh, up and become more popular? Yes, very much so. And, and some of those maybe have added, we would say they're a little more sophisticated today because even places that were more resort-oriented, let's say like Canyon Ranch or, or many of the spas uh, in California, in, in Florida, that we have so many great uh, resort spas, and in all over the world, is they've. I think they've become, uh, they've embraced medical wellness, and they are now doing, let's say, testing or doing like a wellness exam or wellness physical and program as part of, the treatment program where people go and spend seven days or a full four, four days. Uh, there can be all types of varieties. We've also helped develop, uh, and I really enjoyed, uh, in medical wellness centers, which would be uh, similar uh, to the Cooper Clinic in, in Dallas, which is much more of a yeah. medical model yeah. where they're more of a medical wellness approach. Uh, we've done that uh, in, in Cincinnati where we've integrated with multiple hospitals and health centers and other groups, uh, a wellness center that included medical spas as well as many of these uh, assessment uh, There are so many new medical wellness devices that, that could be used, and I think uh, it's exciting that even uh, therapists and workers in in health, wellness, uh, and medical spas, you know, could be utilizing some of these because they don't all require medical license uh, 
or specific certification, but but obviously they would require uh, specialized training. So those are uh, other great opportunities, as well as even uh, treatment areas. Uh, we're starting to see, you know, many of the things we used to see in on the medical and health side is now coming out where they're they're helping people either reduce pain uh, or they're also helping them uh, perform at a higher level or improving, you know, also the, the aesthetic and cosmetic because we know that, you know, wellness people and consumers, they want to they wanna feel good, uh, but many also want to look good. And oftentimes that goes, uh, you feel good, you're probably going to look better as well. So there is uh, an aesthetic component sometimes. All of those there's also like a generation component. You should have a program for baby boomers, Generation Y, Generation X, the millennials. Or I think if you focus when you're trying to create a program, I don't think it should be like one program for all. I oh think no, a- absolutely. And, and mm-hmm. we have research, and, and we've really seen that is the, you know people, uh, and we've seen this from the Wellbridge centers and all over, is people do like. That's where I kind of also embrace this because I think everyone will, will see this uh, comparison. But people people do like inclusion. They like diversity. They like integration. And if you just have a 50 and above, those uh, it's not the same. Uh, it's not the same energy. And, and the 50 year olds don't want to go there. So we've had the most success sometimes when we're able to put it and integrate it together. And we we have let's say mature seniors, but we also have uh, students. We have uh, universities involved in there where there are college students and, and young professionals, you know, working together. That clearly creates a much better uh, environment. Um, how do you see the both communities coming together? Because I think in the past, medical folks and holistic uh, professionals didn't quite see eye to eye. Are you seeing more of a merger now between the medical wellness and the holistic wellness, and they're like working together better now? Yes, yes. We, we've made great strides. You know, some of the earliest medical wellness centers that we opened and, and designed and developed and, and managed. I mean, they started off where the hospitals, let's say, for example, would not let a, a DO or a chiropractor step in the building. When, when we started doing this, we clearly made it as part of that. So we actually, in most of our medical-related, we, we recommend that they're called uh, either medical wellness centers or health and wellness centers. And in, in doing so, I think that, really uh, embraces the integration and inclusion and many it, we, we've even got it before where some of the uh, allied health like the chiropractors or some of the other doctors that don't have the md title behind their name actually were put on the hospital board and, and they're utilized by the orthopedists or the physicians to do Many important things. So that's really that's that same integration, Dory, that, that hopefully you feel. And I guess I want to again thank you and, and honor you because you are one of our experts, particularly in the area of, of business marketing, but also your knowledge of of spas and medical spas. But we have some of the top experts in the world. We are approaching 300 medical wellness advisors now. We're currently at at about 280, and we will have them in that area in a few months or at least by the end of this year. And and I think that really helps us because we are integrated ourselves. You know, we have you with your business and marketing expertise, and then we'll have an orthopedic surgeon that's looking at more non-invasive procedures that can help people maybe without surgery or without taking drugs or medication. Uh, and that we're also promoting like a team approach in that we used to call this kind of case management in, in healthcare and on the medical side. But it's that we want to treat the whole person. We want to help the whole. So in doing so, we, there should be a team. Even if, let's say, someone has a a major or serious uh, disease condition, if someone has cancer, and, and we have some of these programs to help people, coach people through both in nutrition the importance of nutrition and exercise for patients, but particularly uh, cancer patients. 
and and we have great success with that, but we recommend that there'd be a team. So maybe we have the oncologist as well as with the 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 coach or the health coach and personal trainer, the dietitian, and and the chiropractor. You know, in addition to. Oh, clear, clearly there are those facets, and that's really that's the model for many very successful programs that are seeing great results. Uh, and as you can tell, it also goes into the kitchen. And and you made a great observation. In many of the medical wellness centers that I've helped develop and build around the country is uh, the nutrition. It, it everything there should be a a teaching component. So there always should be classrooms. Uh, with good technology and innovation, and there should always be a teaching kitchen because food food is medicine, and food is so vital to people's uh, health and wellness and how it's prepared and, and, and whether it's fresh and, and also what can be done, you know, with herbs and spices. We, we know so much about just the natural uh, healing therapies of, of natural uh, herbs and, and roots and flowers. Well, we're going back to the farming. I mean, there are so many people I'm meeting right now, uh, certain professionals that are buying farms again and doing their own gardens and <laughs> gardening and growing their own vegetables. I mean, that is such a big trend right now. As a matter of fact, when I was in Chicago last week, I met someone who lives in the city and just bought a farm like an hour outside the city. And this is such a big trend also. But I wanted to ask you before we run out of time, I wanted to ask you what kind of certification, like let's say, again, I'm a medispa or a day spa and I want to dive into wellness. What type of certification do I need to have for my team or whoever is doing the wellness programs so I can stay within the guidelines, the skills, and not to make sure I'm following the law, those type of things. What do you have to say about that? Well, there, there clearly, there, there is a need for uh, additional uh, wellness, and, and clearly, what we feel, what we provide is uh, medical wellness training. But there are a lot of programs that don't lead to uh, even a certificate or certification. So we provide some of those opportunities with our medical wellness association that people can view. But one that I think would really work for for most people uh, with us today would be uh it's a very uh simple but very effective program and it's it's easy for people to do and we've seen great success and this is called uh the wellness advocate so we 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 have this and this could be seen on on our association website medicalwellnessassociation.com where it's both it's a it can be a, a class a training and it it can be set up where it can be online and people can do it. There, there are hardback books. There are also opportunities if people would want to become an instructor uh, down the road, or, or actually lead or do the training. There, there are some good business. But what this does is get into all the dimensions of of wellness, and and how people would. So people, let's say that that are a a medical spa provider, or let's say. Uh, they, they do a, a treatment. Let's say they're even maybe a um, um, a trainer. You know, we have a lot of uh, personal trainers that work in wellness centers and, and spas. Is that by them getting training and certification in wellness, clearly we see it helps broaden and, and help their personal career in that they're not just look at as actually you know that they've learned and, and they've got some good knowledge and training in, in food and nutrition as well as proper techniques that the, you know that they they should already have with training and exercise but then looking at the areas of and the importance of of sleep relaxation uh dealing with stress becoming stress hardy and then other balances uh in the life as well as far as uh you know meaningfulness uh relationships uh you know the social emotional and psychological components as well there is a whole uh, obviously emotional psychological side to uh health and and medical wellness and so so with that this is a simple program that we will uh, provide a, a special for for anyone that's interested 
but probably the the simplest you could look at it in our uh, training programs or in our certification programs but the simplest because it's kind of I put it there we have it there today so it's all alone is in the uh the wellness uh the wellness store and that's uh, again on the website uh by itself and it's called how long, the wellness How long does it take to go through it? This uh, this can be done self-paced, and it can take people from three to four hours. Most everyone on their own time should be able to complete it in, in four hours or less. And then they actually just so some therapists, like, for example, massage, licensed massage therapists and, and estheticians, they can get continuing education credits. They can get CEUs as you the people that have these licenses, these health licenses, they've got to take every year or every two years to renew their license, these. And then they also, anyone taking this when they complete it, would get a, a certificate. So they would be certified as a wellness advocate, uh, and and it would be certified through us and the Consumer Wellness uh, Advocate Program. So this is... And in it also it's easy, it's flexible. People could you know, they don't have to commit to the, the three hours right away. They could do it like twenty minutes an evening or maybe on the weekend, do do an hour and they could always stop and start. So there's a lot of flexibility. Nice. And this is uh, what we've tried to do in, in offering this because we think wellness education is so important. We have a goal where we'd like people to think that this wellness training and being certified should be just like we feel about CPR, that we all should be certified and, and ready to help save someone's life, but knowing about wellness and helping people with their health and, and their uh, level of wellness is just as important. We'd like everyone in, in the country uh, to have some wellness training. Right. And because that of that, for sure. and so we're going gonna, gonna to provide it at very low cost for this opportunity with a special code when when you uh, let me know or we share that with our listeners today. Oh, go ahead and just say it now because we're almost out of time. So. Okay. Well, again, this would be the Wellness Advocate Training Program that, that when people do complete it, they would get a certificate. And then they also get weekly health tips and reminders. And this could also be where everyone could do this as a business. We have doctors providing this to their patients. They they either sell it or give it as incentives to their patients when they bring in a new patient. But you could do that with your clients. So you could actually be selling this yourself, and we could work How with you on. How much is it? But it's it's currently online for for about sixty. We're we're providing a a twenty percent discount. Uh, because with just with our group today, and I want to give the special code, but for, for a few days here, we discount that uh, a full another 20%. So that would take it, uh, you know, b uh, below, um, you know, $50 where, you know, to have a four-hour CEUs and to get certified and have a good wellness training, it would be uh, – Yes, we think it's good, and that's why we want to. We, we kind of really are doing it at cost because we want people to to be educated, and we think the more people that have a wellness uh, training, definitely uh, have more success and and work well with with helping other people. Right. So, what is the code? The code would be uh, Inspa. So I just tried to take, uh, and again, we thank you, Dory, for for doing this, but inspiration management. So the code would just be the uh, yes, inspa. Real simple. Yeah, just inspa, and that would give them the the discount. Uh, and that again could be they can look at in our education certification. But the simplest is just going to the back and maybe looking at the store. And again, there will be, if people would like to email me if they have interest, just if they'd send an email to info at the Medical Wellness Association, medicalwellnessassociation.com, and they have interest in, in how they could use this in their facility, in their center, or in their business, we can help them learn how they could be providing this to their clients or their patients or their members, and, and it could also become a, a great new revenue uh, stream for them. That sounds great. 
Now, that sounds to me like it's the best way to really get started. At least there, it's very economical. It's online. They can do it at their own speed and so on. Actually, I Yes, and it would work well in spas, Dory, because it actually, you can have it as a beautiful gift card where that can even be at the front desk or in the lobby, and people buy that. It makes a great gift. What's a better gift to give the gift of wellness? to someone you love and care for. Well, what they can do is once they join their membership wellness program, that could be one of the perks that they get to join the wellness program that they can offer. So I'm going to be in Dallas next week speaking at the International Congress of Aesthetic and Spa, and uh, they're doing an entire day pre-show. They actually invited me to come and speak there, and it's going to be a wellness and spa summit. And Great. the entire day is going to be focused on uh, wellness components. So I'm going to be sharing with that audience. So if you are coming to the Dallas show, make sure you come one day early. And I am going to be sharing all sorts of wellness ideas and programs that you can actually implement and definitely make your business grow and help your community members so everybody lives a healthier lifestyle. So that would be nice if you're coming, come and see me to, for that class. I also, um, this month, you know we publish a mo- monthly newsletter every single month. And this month I had done a couple of modules, Dr. Brillo, on wellness, on how to create a wellness program, how to actually sell it, market it. It's an amazing two-hour coaching session to help spa owners also and many spa owners, wellness centers launch a great, effective um, wellness program. Because even though you have a great wellness program, you still need to market it, you still need to sell it, you still need to let people know you have it. So it's not enough just to create a program. You definitely need to do the proper things to promote it, or else it's just going to be sitting there collecting dust, and that's the last thing we want to do. Well, this was so great. Uh, We are right at the hour and I just want to remind everybody that our next call is going to be with uh, a great expert who actually franchised her med spa business. Her name is Jenny Abraham. She's the founder and CEO of Face to Face Med Spas. She has several locations now, and she's actually franchising it. So she's going to be discussing whether franchising your business would be the right thing for you or what mistakes to also avoid. So I'm very excited to have her join me. So make sure you mark it on your calendar and come and join us next month. You want to give your information one more time, Dr. Brillo, that way everybody has it, the website, and maybe your... Yes. Thank you again. And and uh, I want to wish uh, well wishes to everyone today. Uh, it would be... The website is uh, medicalwellnessassociation.com. If you search medical wellness, we should always be uh, always at the top. And then if for email, if you'd like to communicate with us or me directly, you can just come to info at medicalwellnessassociation.com. And we look forward to uh, if people, in addition to the wellness training, would have interest in any level of membership, we do have both, uh, you know, uh, wellness advocate to professional as well as advisor memberships and uh, you're able to connect with us we'll help you in any way we can and uh, again uh, well wishes to everyone with us today thank you i mean my last word of advice is if you own a medi spa or a day spa you'd be really out of your mind not to have some kind of a wellness component. It's all about educating your community members. It's all about helping them live a better lifestyle. It's all about educating your team, your therapists, and show them how important that component is because I believe if you give people what they want, you automatically get what you want. So I encourage you to really look at this and come up with something. It could be something simple in the beginning. You don't have to dive in, you know, all at once. But you can start small and then build on it. And before you know it, you've really uh, helped everyone and also you grew your business exponentially. So I hope you take the information that we talked about today and start implementing some of these ideas. Uh, thank you again so much, Dr. Brillo, for sharing your knowledge and wisdom with us. You are definitely an expert in this community, and I encourage everyone to reach out to you and pick your brain some more <laughs> because you have a lot of information, that's for sure. Well, thank right, you everyone. again. It's my pleasure.
Oh, anytime. We have to do it again because I know we barely uh, scratched the surface here. Uh, I might have to drive up to the Big D to see you, but you just missed the rodeo here in Houston. Oh, well, I'll have to come next year and hit the rodeo, I guess. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> All right, everyone. Until next time, God bless and stay inspired. Bye now.